Before we begin, I would like to announce that I will be attending the 63rd Annual Convention of the American Society of Dowsers, June 8th through June 11th, being held at the State University of New York Adirondack Campus in beautiful Queensbury, New York. The convention will feature dowsing demonstrations and speakers, a metaphysical expo and dowsing bookstore, a wellness center, and much, much more. The Queensbury campus is only 45 minutes north of Albany International Airport, and affordable on-campus housing is available. For more information and to register for this unique event, please visit www.dowsers.org. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth-dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now, for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to High Vibes. I'm your host, Bill G. And today's special guest is Brian Besco. Brian is of the Twisted Edge Studios in the Black Hills of South Dakota. He is a master builder of heart-based, higher-dimensional energy tools. Uh, Brian and his immediate family are leading-edge energy workers and healers, and they're known for their tensor tools that they produce, as well as they act as the holders of sacred space and for higher soul connection. Now, Brian is going to be teaching a workshop at the uh, American Society of Dowsers National Convention coming up in June. The workshop is called the Energy Healers Workshop. They utilize simple yet profound tools of consciousness to energetically affect physical matter. This includes a variety of quantifiable exercises, such as energetic experimentation with drinking water. Other exercises require dowsing or your own sensitivity and knowingness, which you will then practice and work with during the workshop. And you learn how to get better dowsing results, uh, to simplify and to, uh, to simply make your energetic work more effective. So Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure to be here. Appreciate you doing the shows. And yes, look forward to the dowsing convention coming up this year. Hopefully I'll see you there. Absolutely. I will be there. Uh, I'm going to be there with bells on. I've got, I'm teaching a workshop and I'm also going to be speaking. Wonderful. Wonderful. So you were the, um, the, the keynote speaker for the dowsing convention back in uh, 2019 and so you're you're back again, and so we're so so happy to have you back at the convention. Uh, I don't believe you were at last year's convention, right? Uh, no, I've been to the convention that's in New York. This will be my third time, and was at the one in Connecticut a couple of times. Excellent, excellent. So uh, before we get into the uh, the nuts and bolts of your workshop that's going to be coming up, uh, let's just get a, a just a brief. Uh, who is Brian and uh, what it was and and what led you to this uh, this fascinating work that you do? <laughs> well, thanks, Bill. Um, yeah, so gosh, I come from a family of energy healers and workers. My sister Brenda here in South Dakota, she raises high vibration beef cattle, but she's one of the most powerful energy healers I've met. She is 
somebody who is so in her heart space that she doesn't get taken down the rabbit holes of belief. So she keeps me in line. Um, about, gosh, it was in 2010 that um, Slim Sperling came to me. Now, a lot of people in the Dowsing know of Slim Sperling and the tensor rings, the copper rings he creates. Well, Slim passed away in 2007. Um, he came to me in 2010 through the gals who wrote the book, The New Science of Water. And they said, well, we're scientists, but there's this gentleman who sits on our front porch every night, has messages for you on how to create the tensor rings. And for the past 13 years, it has been a remembrance of creating these tools for many lifetimes. Um, so the the tensor rings that we create at Twisted Sage Studios, um, we're a small family-based business here in South Dakota. Um, the tensor rings that we create are holding a higher space, heart-based connection. Uh, they're not only restructuring EMFs. We've done all the biofeedback for cell phones on how it makes your cell phone beneficial to you. But we're also featured in the new science of water on how tensor rings create the highest paramagnetic value out of anything ever tested many times more than anything tested and this in return puts a high spin rate to the molecules within water making water lighter in weight in the lab restructuring water balancing ph basically creating ormus out of your drinking water so there's a lot of the science behind what we do but again it's the remembrance of creating these tools through many lifetimes basically it's a tensor ring is a giant toolbox for the soul. It brings in all of these higher potentials as we have always been in this little box of limited potentials for soul growth and learning through all these eons. And as we're all stepping out of the box right now, that's the energetics that we're putting into these tools is to help people step out of this box of limited potentials that we've been in for for our entire time here so it's an exciting time to be here and we're just kind of out here playing on the edge and pushing the envelope of consciousness and creation as much as possible right now i had uh shelly darling on the show uh, a few episodes back and she was talking about her use of the tensor slim spurlings specifically uh tensor rings uh in the work that she does in uh, home mitigations where um, in her in her book she was describing how she would use the rings to um, to first locate uh, negative vortexes and then reverse the spin of those of those negative vortexes and turn them into positive ones in order to raise the vibration of the home. Yes. And uh, she introduced me to the the concept of raising the vibration of the home so that way it is the home itself vibrates at a higher level than the people who live in it otherwise the home acts as a glass ceiling for your own um ascension and um energy work because if your home is at a lower vibration than you are then you're not going to get above that you're only going to be slamming your head against that so you raise the vibration of the home by finding out where the where the stuck energies are releasing them and then raising the whole vibration of it so i thought that was very very fascinating so i'm assuming that these these tools are are that's one of the use of those tools yes yep yeah yes shell darling was actually an inspiration for creating our golden fire and light dowsing rods 
which again, the tools that we create are connected to a higher dimensional aspect of the tools, what we call the etheric templates. And that's where we house all of the mm, the magic that happens with these tools. So the, the dowsing rods we had created for Shell Darling at one time were the golden fire and light rods, which basically when you take these into a home and you find any of the nauseous energies, you then use the higher dimensional aspect of this tool to anchor a column of light, which columns of light is actually what I'm going to be speaking on during my um, presentation during the dowsing convention. And these columns of light are basically restructuring electromagnetics, just like the tensor rings do, restructures water. But they are also holding that high vibration space that will cross over ghosts. They'll clear portal vortexes, clear entities. They'll move geopathic, geomagnetic lines. Um, pretty powerful, powerful tools. Um, so, yes. Um, so the tools are used for dowsing. They are used for people who are working with electroculture, which is a big buzz right now. Um, because they do contain that highest amount of paramagnetic value out of anything ever tested. Of course, people who are working with water are finding that when you use a tensor ring with water or with oils, there is a group that has done the photo imaging for Dr. Emoto. And when they've done the GDV imaging for Dr. Emoto's water, it goes off the measurable charts. And that is the only time they had seen it until they started working with the tensor rings where their GDV imaging, again, went off the measurable charts. Uh, one of the uh, one of our frequent guests on, on High Vibes is uh, Jamie Westrom, and she uses um, we, we've talked on various shows about uh, the energetic spin so when we're talking about spin we're talking about either a clockwise spin or an anti-clockwise spin of molecules or energy and the um when it's i believe when it's a clockwise spin it's non-beneficial and when it's anti-clockwise it is beneficial energy is, am i getting that spin correct um yep and it and it really depends on whether you are the vortex or you're looking at the vortex on that clockwise versus counterclockwise um you know, and gosh, I I see that it is, it's a great way to begin to look at it, but what we create with the tensor rings is a counterclockwise vortex, and it is such a harmonious spin, um, because I still feel that there is a little bit more to it than just a single spin. Um, you know, like a true Taurus toroidal field has a counterclockwise vortex, a spin to it which is the electromagnetic field of the heart, um, every molecule, all things are a vortex. And when you see like how a sunflower grows, that there isn't just one single way that it spins, that the seeds grow. But when you look at a sunflower, the face of it, there's actually a vortex where there is a spin in both directions. And that is a very balanced and harmonious style of thing. But yet we have seen where where you can run energy um <clears throat> years ago we found there was a a spin that came out of the u.s treasury seal and it was a non-beneficial direction of spin so we would put a tensor ring over it and you know i have a video out there using a pendulum to douse the direction of spin on that u.s treasury seal and then you put a tensor ring over it and it changes the direction of the spin but really it is if you douse it further you would find that it is actually a a Taurus 
that it's creating a spin in both directions and it becomes balanced and beneficial, which, you know, this was in an old world paradigm. I just wrote um, a recent book about clearing a lot of these old energetic systems that were on the planet, such as the church, the Masonic, the state capital, all these different grid systems that used to be on the planet prior to 2020. But, you know, it's a whole different world right now. So if you go out and try to find that spin on the U.S. Treasury seal, know that there is nothing there but a spin, that there is no basis for what a lot of people are out there chasing as what we see as ghosts. Um, you know, there used to be a lot of things on the planet that people could say, oh, it was them that set up the system and things like that. But anymore, there is no there's no more outside influence on the planet unless you decide to create it as, as a way for your own soul growth learning experience. But, um, you know, so that was kind of my backtracking with this whole concept. Oh, no, it's it, from. And actually the, yeah, the, um, I'm a, I'm also a follower of, um, uh, Jacqueline Hobbs, the, the Oracle girl, and she's been talking a lot about how these, um, these natural vortex locations that have been used by seats of power, by us treasury, by Masonic, by, um, the, the, the international banking and all that stuff that that's been in place for centuries and centuries and centuries are no longer holding the level of energetic pull that they used to have. Beautiful. And, and now the energetic um, vortexes are moving out of these geographic places and moving into the self. It is that we are becoming those new, what she calls dragon lines or what the, these new um, these these new um, these heart things. And so getting our own act together, getting our own self-healing ability up and running is more important than it's ever been in any other time in history because we are the matrix. We are the 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 focal of the the healing that needs to happen to the planet and happen and happen to consciousness in general as we're yes. moving into this new age. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Bill, because I'm very happy to hear that others are starting to see this as well. Because yep, there's a lot of people out there that are still fighting the ghosts. And and again, as you say, it really is the time to step within because we, as as conscious creators, the first thing that we are really doing is stepping in and uncreating creation, which no longer serves us because everything is energy and energy is patterned by consciousness. And what we have come here to do is to create these experiences. And, you know, as energy healers and workers over the past about three years, we've seen so many clients whose base issue, whether it is physical, mental, emotional life situation has come from past life traumas or other lifetimes that are basically vying for their attention through us into creation and so <clears throat> it's been this clearing of of all of this um what we call bringing it into wisdom we actually create one of our tensor rings and my favorite wand is the wisdom wand um but these tensor rings the newer ones that we've created hold what we call the wisdom field and it is allowing the soul to go in and distill the light and information from an experience or an entire lifetime 
bringing that light and information in as wisdom, consciousness, and light. And then that situation is cleared. And so we see that this is just what is happening to humanity in general right now, as we see like with our clients who have those physical, mental, emotional life situation issues. And so all we do is we help hold space for them to bring their light, their consciousness, their soul, if you will, into shining on that situation or thing. And it brings it in as wisdom. And so that's really been a huge shift for Twisted Sage Studios because traditionally for about 10 years in Twisted Sage, we were creating all of these tools, if you will, different wands to anchor columns of light. And all the other tools were about clearing all of those old constructs. And now that the base, the, the base energetic of those constructs are gone, like I say, like with that U.S. Treasury seal, seal and the dollar bills, those are gone now. But again, all that's left is the traumas and, and the ghosts from all of that. So Twisted Sage has been stepping into finding who we are in the tools that we create as well. Because again, for a decade, we did the old energy clearing. And I we got pretty darn good at fighting the dark until we realized that the dark is a part of our creation. And then we step into that realization. And that is where we start to become conscious creators by utilizing these new knowledge, tools, energy fields, consciousness to uncreate those old creations that we have personally participated in. And then it is a beautiful, beautiful world coming up because we're going to be able to start to step into conscious creation for a different purpose. Our box of limited potentials is gone and we're going to be able to step out there once we clean our palettes, you know, where we can't go out and, and step into conscious creation based on our old traumas and belief structures. It is about clearing all of that first so that we have a beautiful new canvas that we don't want to paint on with our old palette of crap. So we're cleaning our palettes because this beautiful new canvas is here waiting in creation. Fantastic. Yeah. My, my, the talk that I'll be giving at, at the convention uh, also goes into that a lot uh, about how anyone can be an Akashic dowser. And basically all what Akashic dowsing is, is dowsing the subconscious, dowsing for those, those traumas and bringing, because they, because they live in the subconscious, we're not consciously aware of them. So we reveal them through Akashic dowsing, which is using the pendulum and charts or even a book. You can, you can just douse a random page from a book to provide you with the wisdom that you need to something to pay attention to. And then once you've paid attention to it, then you have, you can give it permission to let go. And it's, Oh, it, it, it's so incredibly powerful. Uh, and it's, it's great that so many of us are doing that work and, the, but the, the key here is that it's not just, it's not a healer client relationship anymore. That's an old paradigm. Right. We're yeah. now moving into, we need to be doing this as a collective. We need to be, everybody needs to be working on their crap and they don't necessarily need to be searching out there for a guru to be, to help guide them because that model's gone. 
Right. It's all about self-healing and it's all about trying to find those tools that are going to work best for you in that circumstance. Yes. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful, Bill. And and I see that we are doing the exact same thing. We're just using different tools because every person requires a different tool, you know, and, and uh, that is absolutely not everything's going to resonate with, with a, a person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So let's talk a little bit about the, the workshop. So uh, <clears throat> I'm gathering from what you said is that what you're going to be doing in the workshop is um, learning how to not just use the tool, but also to find that inner uh, work that you need to do or that, that find that inner trauma to release through the use of the tool. Yes. Yeah, so, um, and the tools that we speak of are tools of consciousness. They're simply, you know, techniques that you can utilize. Um, the one thing that I always teach in dowsing, radionics, or anywhere that um, before you begin your energy work, it's about going into that sacred space of the heart. And so we do this with a three breath technique that we call the Trinity breath that my sister channeled in years ago. And, and it's, and it's um, something that's used throughout history and other people and places. It is simply moving your consciousness from the head back into the heart. And we do this by a breath connecting with earth, breathing into the heart, connecting with creation, however you see that, breathing that into the heart. And that third breath, bring, bring them both together within you. It moves the consciousness from the head where it sits behind the pineal gland and is influenced by emotions, thoughts, old program structures, belief structures, and it moves that consciousness into the heart space where there's actually brain cells within the heart where we began in that sacred space of the heart. So we always begin in the heart space. And from there, then we can access these tools of consciousness, such as the light anchors, which I'll be presenting on, and we're going to go further in with the workshop. And, and of course, we are going to learn some of the tools to basically taking the things that no longer serve you, such as the old thought patterns, the belief structures, the old hidden traumas, the traumas that you're just carrying that you just want to sit down, but seem to be still serving you. All of these things, we're going to find simple and easy ways to set these down so that we can step forward again into true conscious creation. And so, of course, it is the uncreating of those things that no longer serve us first. And we're going to do this with really quick, simple, easy exercises, tool, tools of consciousness, if you will, um, just simple techniques. And then we're going to get into more of the conscious creation. Some of this I'm going to be teaching how my sister does her energy work. Now, my sister Brenda is one that if I get a rib out, I can text her and I can feel her pushing my rib back into place and she has not even read the text. We've seen people with fist-sized tumors in their lung. One telephone call with her, she helps them bring in their light, release their blockages, and within two weeks, it's gone. I mean, we see miracles happen every day because of the consciousness work. And so we're going to be learning some of that, which is very simple. It is simply being in the heart space, using visualization, imagination, and intention. And we can begin to affect physical reality. 
And we are going to do this, of course, with drinking water, as you mentioned. Um, and that is one of the first things that we're going to, to experiment with is how we can change the texture feel of drinking water through conscious intent. And of course, you know, Dr. Emoto has done that work, how emotions can change your drinking water, but higher than emotions is consciousness. And that's where we're going to go with our water on changing water structure. Then let's see the other parts of the class are going to be working on distance energy healing. And that is everything from learning to go soul to soul with another person and simply holding those higher potentials. We're also going to work with the wisdom wands in this class. And the wisdom wands are something that you can run energy with that holds that wisdom field that I was discussing earlier. And this is a really fun exercise because when you pair up one set of people go into another room and the other set are there and they're going to imagine wanding or running energy to a specific part of your body and at a specific time. And so when the person who is receiving just sits in their heart space in the other room, they will be able to tangibly feel when and where that energy is running. And then we're going to compare notes and Again, these exercises are for us to, for the mind to really receive and perceive that, okay, there's something real going on here. I am able to do this. And it just gains that confidence uh, for the mind because we see the human is mind, body, spirit. The body is always on board for the highest and best, as is the soul, the spirit. It's the mind that we work on most. And so this is where we're going to be is in this class is convincing the mind on how truly powerful and tangible you are using these techniques. I am so excited that that is sounds, that sounds absolutely incredible. And for those of you out there who are listening, who really want to get in on this um, event, um, just go to uh, www.dowsers.org and sign up. There's a there's a there's a link on there to sign up for the convention. Now, on campus housing is closed right now, but you can. There's still plenty of places you can stay locally, and there are plenty of restaurants nearby. So there's no need there's no need to worry so much about that. And also, if you just want to come for the day and come and meet Brian and do the workshop. We do have pay day passes available. So you can go for a day. You can go for the entire two and a half day uh, event. We would love to have you. And uh, please visit the website, check us out. And if you live in that area, absolutely. Just come and stop by for the day. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. And, you, and I believe you are having a, you have a vendor booth too as well. Oh my goodness. That's what I really wanted to share too is yeah. at the vending booth. Um, yes, we'll be selling all of our wonderful wares there, but we're also, we are bringing our newest, what we call the Ascension chambers. It is actually a healing chamber throughout the years. Since for the past nine years, we've been creating these various healing chambers, and this is the sixth generation of the healing chambers. So with this healing chamber, it is uh, basically a bed that you lay in, and there are 12 of these large 44-inch tensor rings that come over you, and there is a giant torus 
the tube torus, toroidal field, there's a giant torus at the foot and the head of the bed. Now, our most recent healing chambers have been the pyramid chambers. Uh, let's see, the very first dowsing convention we came to in Connecticut, we brought our 13-foot-tall um, 5D animator, as we called it at the time, our first healing chamber, which created a 300-mile-wide toroidal field, a tube torus that came out of that one. And that really was a life-changing experience for a lot of people who experienced that. The last time we were at the dowsing convention, we had a chair style of chamber that we had in the healer's room. But this time we're just going to be, we're actually intending to sell this newest prototype, this prototype 6.0 of our healing chambers during the convention. So we will have that at our vending booth and you are welcome to sit and try it out. It's yes, it'll be an amazing experience. And actually, if uh, if you out there don't want to necessarily pay for the workshop or the uh, or even get a day pass, the vendor area is actually free for anybody who comes by and uh, and checks out the the convention. Beautiful. So, Brian, thank you so much for visiting us. So, let give us the listeners out there a way that they can find you or or or, or buy these products online. Oh, certainly. So our website is twistedsage.com and we are on all social media with Twisted Sage as well. We also have an extensive YouTube channel. We do a thing called 50 Questions Friday almost every week where we answer questions on the tools that we create as well as the consciousness work that we do. So under our website, twistedsage.com, at the bottom, you can sign up for the newsletter and we'll let you know when we do our 50 Questions Friday. Fantastic. So again, thank you so, so much for, for talking to us today. And thank you, everybody out there for listening. I hope to see you at the convention. Uh, if not, um, be sure to look up Brian's work at, at Twisted Sage. This is, this is incredible work and so, so important to our overall ascension. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.